Coming up, Sunday nights with the cuz. We're going to talk some football next. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Duncan. I love Duncan. Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They call it sparked energy. I mean, they have peach sunshine. I'm a huge peach guy. Like peach with drinks, I feel like is one of the most underrated drink combo kind of starter things that we have. Well, in this case, these are delicious. They're packed with caffeine and vitamins and minerals that give me the energy I need to get through the day. And a medium is $3 now through March 19th. So drop by and get Sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer, terms apply. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where if you missed it, we did the big NBA preview podcast with me and Russell on house last week. We put all of it on YouTube. The entire podcast is on there. I have to do is go to youtube.com slash Bill Simmons. We put a lot of video up there. We might start putting up full podcasts on there a little bit after they run here. So stay tuned for that. I don't know. We're messing around. Just trying stuff. It's the end of 2023. You know? I don't know. We just, just start trying things. Why not? Who cares? Hey. New rewatchables come in Monday night. I'll just tell you what it is. It's a movie from 1993. Yeah, another one. Another one that did really well in the box office. So you'll find out Monday night. It's a good one though. I'm excited to, uh, to drop it on you. So we did that true crime podcast, Wedding Scammer, hosted and created by Justin Sales. And it did really well. People liked it. And it makes me super happy because Justin Sales is a great guy and he's been with The Ringer pretty much since the beginning. Um, but it's nice when somebody works their ass off on something and it actually pays off. So I'm glad people like it. Check out the first episode. It's not that long. It's really well done. And uh, you will definitely 100% enjoy it. Okay. Let's bring in the cuz. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some, some wound licking with some bets some eagles, all kinds of things. It's all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam! All right, we are taping this. It is 8.30 Pacific time on Sunday night. Cousin Sal is here, as always. He's wearing a nice, fresh Oregon hat that I think you probably bought probably this weekend. You went to visit your son? Smells very new. Yeah, I went to visit my son. I'm not happy with the way my hair looks, and uh, I think the hat's uh, an improvement. So what am I going to do? Great. 
We Thank just you, watched we watched uh, Dolphins Eagles just now. And at the yeah. same time, Rangers Astros was happening. <laughs> and it really felt like uh I don't know, it felt like a like a great October sports night there. And then Texas blew it open in the end. But next week we'll have basketball, there'll be baseball going on. Well it'll really feel like October. Uh yeah. the Eagles though. So mm. right as I start sending texts to Eagles people in my life, wondering what's going on with Hertz and what's going on with this team. And then they just turn it on and they win by 14. It's, yeah. it's weird. I test wise versus the stats and, and just looking at the standings and stuff. It's a team that doesn't seem like they have all their shit together. And yet it doesn't matter because they have so much talent. They can just kind of pick and choose. And then all of a sudden they win anyway. I don't, I don't know what other team in the NFL is like this. Do you see that too? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a bummer because I think you agree. The Dolphins are, I don't know, favorite team to watch if you have to cut everything else out, right? Best offense, so much going on, like dynamic, Tyreek Hill, anything to a... But when they play a game like this, when they go to Buffalo, they're just going to get beat in the trenches. And like what you said is it doesn't really matter if you're so physical, Philadelphia, offensively or defensively, and like two is getting swallowed up in the pocket on third and ones and where Philadelphia could just run that tush push, like it or not, it's going to move the chains every time. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah, um, the less flashy team wins and they happen to be in my favorite team's division, but that's what's going to happen in January. 10 turnovers for Hertz. He had eight off last year. There's times where, you know, like sometimes, and I don't know whether he's protecting his body or what's going on, but he'll he'll kind of duck away from taking hits, which is smart. And then he'll have weird throws. And yeah. I I was t- I texted Solak today during the third quarter. And I'm like, are we going to find out that Hertz has had like torn rib cartilage since week two? Or, you know, he, he doesn't look right sometimes. And then in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden he looks great. And I don't really know mm-hmm. what to make of it. And I can't get a feel for it. But on top of it, they have this tush-push thing that in the big drive of the game, they're able to yeah. get two straight fourth and ones on their own side of the field. I know we, you and I have talked about it. You've talked about it incessantly. Um, and at the same time, it feels like it is the most important NFL invention of the last five years. This play. Yeah, for that sure. That nobody can stop ever at any point. If he does and nobody else, And ribs. nobody else can do it. I know. It's weird. And we likened it to the Tom Brady thing. There was no reason why Tom Brady should convert fourth and one and a half every single time, you know, physically and everything else. But except they have their shit together, the Eagles. They really do. And if he does have cracked ribs, I hope it's from his own teammate uh, smashing him over the line of scrimmage there. (laughs) Everybody, yeah, it was just wear and tear on the back of his body from seven guys touching me. Yeah. So they're performing the Heimlich on him like every uh, eight minutes. So, so, I guess if you're taking the takeaway from the Eagles is nice when they needed to have it. They're also supposed to win. But the AJ Brown piece of it, the fact that they traded, you know, a first round pick basically, and then they paid him. And I don't know, he's one of the four best receivers in the league now. Is he one of the three? He's somewhere on the shortest possible list. I have him on multiple fantasy teams and it's gotten to the point where I'm just expecting a hundred yards in a TD every game. But that that turned out to be one of the better trades, I think, of the last 10 years. Just kind of took him from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And he is such a great possession receiver. And it's like, it's scary, too, because you'll forget about him, too. Like, you put, you probably yeah. put Justin Jefferson in the top three. And then every time Cousins drops back to pass or any snap, you're like, all right, this has to go to Jefferson. Otherwise, it's going to be go for nothing in this uh, out of this offense. And then 
uh, eight tush pushes in a row. And then you see AJ <laughs> right. Brown. It's like, oh my God, I forgot about this guy. What? He's got right. 120 yards. It's it's nuts. So yeah, dynamite. I fire. like, yeah, there's like four different kind of catches he can make too, which I think makes mm-hmm. him stand out because they can throw those bubble screens with him. They can just put him right over the middle, like for seven, eight yards. It seems like whenever they want, they can send him deep down the sidelines, which he seems to love. And then that kind of deep over the middle with two guys on him and he can make plays anyway. But he he has like, I think the biggest bag of any of the receivers what? right now. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were personal. You know, I don't know. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I'm not in the locker room with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I hate this team. I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, you know, the Miami had, what, 10 or 11 penalties? It's just like, it's a, it's like a mind fuck, too, when you play them, too. You, get this, you can't, get out of, uh, can't get out of your own way when you play against them. Kyle, don't turn on the TikTok camera for this. Yeah, Has Philly replaced Boston for most interesting sports city? Like, look at all the shit they have going right now. Right. Right, they're they're about to make the World Series. They have this Eagles team that made the Super Bowl last year and it feels super relevant again and is definitely gonna be a final four team, worst case scenario. And then they have this NBA team with this James Harden saga that mm-hmm. God only knows how he's gonna sabotage things over the next month. But and then you look at my team where my city where I have the the uh you know, we have a great NBA team, it looks like. And then other than that, completely forgettable across the board. I think Philly's kind of grabbed the mantle a little bit. I don't oh, like it. Man. I don't like it You're at right. all, Sal. That's not good. And it's not good for their fans because their fans are supposed to just hate the other team, not supposed to like their team. So it doesn't matter if their team is yeah. good, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a bummer. Although I'll say that they were in this position last year too, right? Phillies win the World Series. They Eagles were. win the Super Bowl. But this is what I mean. This has been, this is the yeah. 2020s has kind of been the Philly decade. Um, I don't like it. It's upsetting to me. And, and, (laughs) uh, fortunately the Sixers are, it seems like they're going to go in the tank, but I got to say they have great crowds. Like the, uh, the Phillies playoff crowds are way up there. That's about as good of a baseball crowd as you're going to get. It really feels like if they can have like a do or die game or a must win game or a clincher Mm -hmm. at home, you feel like they're going to get it. And whatever happened with Bryce, you know, pretty special like to sign that guy from another team and he becomes the signature athlete in your city we had a little bit of that with Manny Ramirez where we kind of took him from we paid for it but took him from Cleveland and he kind of became one of the symbols of that run but uh pretty nuts that they just took him from another team and he became what he became yeah it's a great crowd whenever they I mean I thought the Rams crowd today was dynamite too against the Steelers (laughs) I thought they really showed up it's really loud yeah. Yeah. It's been proud Loud to be crowd. from LA. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I have a, I know you don't want to talk about Philly, so I'll move on. I have a Tyree question for you. What's yeah. your all time receiver list for receivers you've watched just where you're like, that guy's fucking amazing? Cause for me, it was always Rice number one and Moss two. Yeah. And then a drop off. And then some people would be like, TO's three for me. I'm like, cool. T.O. was like an absolute franchise murderer and was a huge head case and you mm-hmm. couldn't trust him. And as the years passed, the stats will be great. The, all the fucking drama that he brought to every situation he's in, that, that stuff will kind of die off. Um, but for me, I think Tyreek's unequivocally a three now for me. Every single game, it just you just feel like he's going to have 250 yards as you're watching it, right? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, unstoppable. Tyreek over Calvin Johnson, that type. Yeah. I'm trying to think like where you would put him. Yeah. I think I for me, he's definitely over Calvin Johnson. Michael um, Gallup is three, four. I'm trying to see where I would put these people. I yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think he's got to be number three. Although if you look at like Antonio Brown, who's now a punchline, he had like yeah. six of the best seasons you'll ever see in a row. Um, but but in terms of presence and being unstoppable, Rice, Moss, Tyreek Hill. It's good three. That's how I feel. I think, you know, Sharp, I think, could have gotten there in the Packers way back mm -hmm. when, in the 90s. And then, you know, he hurt his neck and he basically only had like a six or seven year career. But I thought in the 90s, I thought other than Rice, he was the second best guy. Your guy, Irvin, was great. There's sure. no question. I mean, that team was loaded. Um, we've had some good ones over the years. But Tyreek, the speed, um, how how he just tilts the field over and over again, how scared the other team is of him, how much space he opens up for everybody else. I, I think he's three. I don't think he'll ever get over Moss or Rice for me, though. I'm trying to think who could pass him, though, now at three. I mean, we've put Justin Jefferson up there before. Now that we haven't seen him for yeah. a few weeks, we've kind of forgot about well, him. In the yeah, for the stage. right now, but I'm, Hill's done this now for, you know, yeah. six, what's it, six years since the, yeah. he was on the 18 Chiefs. I can't remember how many years he's been in the league. Yeah, he'll be stride for stride with two defenders, and then like if the ball hangs up there long enough, he's now seven, eight yards past them. Oh, it's I a, know it's who's a nice little advantage. Puka, <laughs> he is. <laughs> See that catch he made on the sideline today? When it was pretty great. Before, uh, before the Rams realized they were going against a force greater than any satanic force or anything, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You want to talk uh, about that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So. They're four and two. I've watched every play of all six games. I have no idea how they're four and two, but they've hit the point now where I feel like they're going to win when there's no signs. Like that guy missed the extra point today for the Rams and made it nine, three mm -hmm. instead of 10, three. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Steelers come down. All of a sudden it's 10, nine. They have five first downs because the, they get the TJ Watt, you know, the, the pick that sets up the touchdown. And you're yeah. just like, here we go. They're doing this. And we've seen this before because this was the Eli Manning. Danny Heifetz was the first person to point this out. This is the, was the Eli Manning recipe for years and years that I can't believe that team's winning. What the fuck just happened? He only made two throws. How did he do it? They're four and two. I totally believe in them. And I feel like they're going to go 12 and five <laughs> and have a negative point differential. Well, the good thing is we're making money off them, right? We bet them. Yeah. We saw them plus. The, I mean, I thought they'd them. be favored last uh, Sunday night. I thought they'd be favored, but they're not. So we're, we're doing that thing, but also just taking them because the Steelers. But I found the gem, and I gave it out on Ringer Wise, guys. Rams first half, Steelers to win the game 10 to 1. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm positive that their bullshit is going to pay dividends. And 10 to 1, I think it'll hit like three more times. Like, you're right. That TJ Watt interception brings it down to the eight. We see some separation from Pickens on a receipt, like a, the well, the one drive you wait for all game, and it happens. And then that terrible spot at the end, it didn't give him a, a chance. That that it was beyond that terrible. Me. Really, McVeigh McVeigh also probably should have had a timeout left. I know, but you know what is is it important to be like, hey, listen, we could get this right, but we'd rather teach you a lesson, coach, to save your timeouts. Like I, I don't th this the spot thing bothers me more than missed pass interferences because it's an old man jogging eight yards. And he has yeah. to see between 20 bodies. And then like, you know, he, he sticks his foot in the mud and says, here, this is like a surveyor from 1835. He's like, this yeah. is where your property ends, sir. Like, we <laughs> got to put, there's a chip in the ball. Isn't there a chip in the ball? 
What's it for? It's, it's funny that we figured out Wimbledon, we figured out we've in US Open, we figured out yeah. how to measure serves immediately, whether they hit the line or not. In football, right. which seems like it would be really easy to just have some sort of magnet that was attached to the chains. The other thing that was weird about that, for the people who didn't see it, the Steelers did fourth and one. They had the lead. There's probably like a little more than two minutes left. And they run the uh, QB sneak play, kind of the Brady play where you you kind mm-hmm. of put your head down, but you go left. But he slipped. Yeah, and the he knee fell on his knee and his knee went down. And it wasn't one of those when you're watching it where you're like, oh, I wonder if he got it. It was like you knew immediately, oh, he didn't get it. He slipped. And then they come in with the spot and then like, oh, he might've gotten it. And they did that. I couldn't believe it. And I'm rooting for the Steelers, but I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is the worst spot of the year. I thought they deserved to win anyway, but uh, but that that was pretty tough for the Rams. We need some clarification. And I get it because McVay didn't have timeouts and it wasn't actually the two minute warning yet, even though it did wind to that after that. But it, is there a ref in the sky is there this guy in the sky or is this uh, everything has to go back to New York? Like, I, I feel like we're yeah, told three know. different things. It's a bummer because that could have been overturned. But you're right. Ten to one. We hit. Let's just keep doing it. Well, you know, you know who else yeah. would have gotten that fourth one? Eli Manning. He would have yeah, fallen down so. a, half, a half foot in front and somehow would have gotten the spot. The Rams kicker was the MVP of this game for the Steelers. He missed two two. Longer field goals. They were like 50-yard field goals, but he missed them both, right. and then he missed that extra point. And then uh, and Tomlin just, you know, he he threw away the challenge. He screwed up a challenge, which is the Tomlin staple. Mm-hmm. The Steelers do this thing, though, where, it, it, you know, everyone shits on Matt Canada, the f- offensive coordinator, but maybe it's somewhat intentional. It's like he lulls them to sleep. He's like terrible that. plays for, like, Almost two hours where you're like, man, mm. oh my God, really? The run in the line again? Oh, the screen pass where the guy almost gets tackled behind the line. You're going to run that one again? And then all of a sudden, like the the roof lifts up on their offense and there's daylight and there's guys running around and open receivers and George Pickens going nuts. I wonder if they feel like they can only get away with it for like a quarter. So they just kind of yeah. lull you, lull you, lull you. And then like near the end of the third quarter, that's when they run the real offense. There's no other explanation. Again, I've watched every Steelers game Oh, I, I know. haven't seen a team that can look like shit. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like they it's like, oh my God, they figured it out. But but I think they know. I don't I like it. the I know I like the analogy that he well, whatever the the, the, the theory that he lulls them to sleep. It's like uh Sade at, at when you're getting a massage. Sade? Sade, am I saying it wrong? It's only a 40-year-old <laughs> reference, but no, they'll play Sade. And, yeah. a, and a massage and then you're you know three minutes later you're asleep and then the massage is over like oh I don't even know if anything happened I get my back rubbed or not uh, but that's so it just, that's my house love this house love this story uh, <laughs> I gotta bring him in yeah yeah the uh, <laughs> well one of the things that I was almost thinking of it compared to like boxing or MMA or something where the yeah. guy is like the first couple rounds he's like you know he's he's just kind of picking spots waiting waiting but not like doing what his eventual game plan is and then right. by the seventh round he flips like Bernard Hopkins used to do that remember he would always like first yeah. first half of the fight was always different than the second half of the fight mm-hmm. I maybe I'm giving the Steelers too much credit but I'm with you that 10 to 1 it's like you found some sort of inefficiency in FanDuel's mm-hmm. betting strat like that 10 to one's crazy because the Steelers, this is what they do. They look like shit for a half and then they come back. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think they're going to be there. 
I feel mm-hmm. like they're getting, I think Pickett's getting a little bit better. They're using Jalen Warren more. They have really good players on both sides of the ball. And I think, I don't know, I, I think they're going to be there. Now, they're not going to be there like the Ravens. The Ravens were the big winners today. And yeah. we're going to talk about them right after this break. Jump into the NBA action with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers get three months of NBA League Pass courtesy of FanDuel when they place a $5 bet on the NBA. That way, you can watch all the action he's bet on everything from point spreads to player props. Best of all, you'll get paid your winnings instantly. We're going to play up a bet on social media on Monday that I'm excited about, which I realized after watching Wembenyama on Friday night. I think he's going to lead the league in blocks. And you can bet on this. The odds are on FanDuel. The odds are also on FanDuel that Steph Curry will lead the league in made threes this year, which I think he's done seven times out of the last 10. And the only times that it hasn't happened is if he's gotten hurt. I'm going to put those two bets together for you all. Eight to one odds. And we can do a little profit boost because of uh, FanDuel's little future bet program that they have. I think it's a 30% boost. So I will tweet that out. Check out my Twitter feed on Monday for that. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets plus three months of NBA League Pass. Visit FanDuel.com slash BS. Tip off the NBA season, right? FanDuel official partner of the NBA. You must be 21 plus and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. All customer offer. $5 NBA wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms for both offers. At fandle.com slash sportsbook, NBA League Pass, local blackout restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, so the Baltimore Ravens, trend I noticed this year, if you go week by week, who was who had like the best game of the week? And then what mm-hmm. happened to them the following week? Remember oh, I was talking about like that smoke this. theory. So yeah. week one, it was the Niners. They beat the Steelers 30 to seven. It was like Niners, Niners, Niners. The next week, they had that really tight game to the Rams. I don't think they covered but it was mm-hmm. like that back and forth game. And I was like, oh my God, was, is my T's in trouble? Week two, Cowboys, Jets, 30 to 10. The next week you lose to the Cards. Oh. Week three, Dolphins, 70. Mm-hmm. Broncos, 20. Oh, Dolphins. Oh my God, this offense. Who's going to stop it? Next week they lose to the Bills by 28. Bills. Week four, the Bills. Bills, 48. Dolphins, 20. Oh my God, the Bills. Best offense in the league. They lose to the Jaguars the next week. Week five, Niners 42, <laughs> Cowboys 10. Holy shit, is this the best team in the league? Next week, they lose to Cleveland. Week six, I, I had to struggle a little to find a week 16, but I think it was Lions 20, Bucks 6. Because okay. 
Yeah. They were the ones where coming out of week six, people were like the Lions, that's a legitimate contender. Or they're the best. Stephen A had his had them number one on his first take NFL rankings. What happens? Right. They lose to the Ravens 38 to 6. And now this week, it's Ravens time. The Ravens are gonna be the story this week. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, is he the MVP? Is this the best team in the AFC? Have they unleashed him offensively? All these stats. Mm-hmm. They're at Cardinals? Arizona next week. They're going to lose to the Cardinals? They're at Arizona next week. <laughs> I don't care. I, listen, That's a teaser. A That's a teaser guy. for me. Don't care. All right. Well, I've gotten killed on teasers. <laughs> no, but weeks. listen, I, I think we're all over this, though. We're, we're pretty smart about this, right? We like, the, we like the Browns over the Niners. And then Deshaun Watson screwed up our thinking because he went out like on Tuesday. And like, all right, well, the last backup was bad for the Browns. But we're yeah. usually on this. I'll say this. I think this was as far as thorough ass kickings from a good team to another good team. I think this is one of two games. It, Ravens beating the Lions, and the other one I really think was the Bills beating up on the Dolphins. Now, you could say the yeah. same about, about the Eagles today, but they had a pick six, and they just like on both sides of the ball, dominating. You can maybe even throw the Niners-Steelers in there now, now that the Steelers are, are quote-unquote good, but those are two of the three biggest, and it makes me think like, Definitely don't want to face this Ravens team in January right now. Right now, I'm saying that. Well, they had 503 yards against Detroit. Yeah. The game felt over when it was 14 to nothing. It just felt mm -hmm. like, oh, this is, this is the Ravens, awesome Ravens game we've kind of been waiting for. Uh, Dan Graziano said, he wrote after the game, that Lamar had 246 passing yards when under duress wow. on Sunday. It is the most yards under duress by any quarterback in any game since 09 when ESPN began tracking quarterback pressures. Mm -hmm. um, in the first six games of the season, Jackson had 235 yards total, under duress total. I think he could sue also if you're under duress and <laughs> yeah, still throwing pa completing but passes. The reason I bring that up is because watching it, I, I didn't think, I thought the Lions were like getting pressure on him and it wasn't yeah. like they were just like killing them. That the Lions right. were actually trying to do shit. Um, they couldn't really block for Goff, which I was surprised by. Um, but yeah, the, I thought Baltimore, it was they so looked thorough. great. The Zay Flowers thing really seems yep. like it's an important. Um, and they, you know, they're using more play action and it's just like the offense just seems more fluid than it did. All the fixes that they did over the years. Um, Six yeah, pass catchers so, over 30 yards. They had 146 yards rushing. You know, Lamar went for 357, just perfect, like, like a 155 rating and gave up zero sacks from this Detroit, you know, defense and pass rush that just terrorized other teams. And you're right, Goff could not get going at all. He couldn't. He was 18-1 to one to win MVP Goff today. And I think that ship has sailed. Lamar is 7-1 to one on FanDuel right now. Mm-hmm. I think those are the best value odds because Hertz is up to five to one. But if you've actually watched the season, I think, you know, Mahomes is the favorite of plus 260. And he finally got going today with Kelsey, which we'll talk about in a second. Two is plus 420. It feels like it's narrowing a little bit now. I still like yeah, Lawrence so. as like a dark horse at 20 to one, just in case the Jags, mm -hmm. especially with their schedule, if they just kind of rip off some wins. Yeah, so Lawrence has opposite of what Lamar Jackson has probably in front of him, right? Lamar Jackson probably has a bunch of cold weather games. He does. Trevor Lawrence has some indoor games in division. So Lamar's going to have, he could be great and have like 100, 160 yards passing, um, you know, in some of these games coming up. 
Yeah, he has this kind of sneaky Arizona game that I'm just saying now, I don't like the smell of it. Because mm. after that, they have three straight home games. Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati, all at home. And then they uh, they go to LA to play the Chargers and they have a bye week. So this Arizona thing is like, come on, we'll go to Arizona. We'll take care of business. Then we got three at home. And I really think this was part of the problem with Cleveland today. I think Cleveland thought they just had to go in and, ah, we'll freaking kill Minshew and it'll be fine. And yeah. they were asleep from the get-go. The only guy who was awake on their entire team was Miles Garrett. But uh, but with the with the Ravens, so if you go wins by division, remember we were talking before the year in our preview, and I was like, could we get four playoff teams from the AFC North? I think we had that conversation. Yeah, I think we each said there would be three. Yeah, the Their Bengals division, were off. They're off today, and they lost the uh, half game. There, they lost ground. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has the Bengals are three and three. Everyone else has a winning record. AFC North has 16 wins so far, which is the most. Your division has 15. Do you want to guess who, what division has the least amount of wins? Uh, are you going to surprise me and say, no, it can't be the AFC West. It's, uh, well, uh, the NFC South. I don't know. It's your is least it favorite division, the NFC yeah. South, with 10 wins it. total. Yeah. NFC North, though, with 11. And... I got to say, man, after watching for, that Packers-Broncos game and losing a little money on it today, oh that God, NFC North is... Yeah, I thought Denver I thought Denver and the Pats... One of my betting strategies this week was Denver and the Pats are now in a death race for the first pick. Both mm -hmm. of them won. And both yeah. of them had a chance to lose down the stretch and instead zagged the other way and, and went for it. But uh, but yeah, the, NFC, the AFC North, clearly, I think, the best top-to-bottom division. It's the only division with four good teams. Or yeah, four decent for sure. Teams, right. And that NFC South, I don't really want to discuss it, but it's like, I, that's the, um, I mean, there were that Thursday night game car. Okay. They made a comeback and everything, but that was miserable, miserable TV for two and a half hours. And, uh, Al Michael should not be subjected to it. The whole division is a check down quarterback division. It really is. And the Jacksonville defender said that like, what's the big deal? Like all car, all he does is check down. And we figured that out early. So, all right, same with Desmond Ritter, who might be the worst of the bunch, like fumbled three times today, two at the one-yard line. Uh, Baker, I don't know how many chances we're going to give him. I bet him every single week, and he falls short. And who am I forgetting? Oh, the, the, Carolina the rookie, crew. Bryce Young. Yeah, he's not there Andy, yet. Andy Dalton might be the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Take him snaps. Yeah. Well, you want to take a stab at picking the NFC South winner? <laughs> no. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the Falcons, who heading into today were, I think, plus 160 in the division. Right. And this is after the Saints lost. Then they win. Now they're even money to win the South. Saints right. plus 190. Tampa's plus 350. But uh, the aforementioned AFC North, Baltimore's even money now. Cleveland's plus 240. Pittsburgh's 5 to 1. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati's plus 650. Cleveland's a borderline cross off to me because of the quarterback situation. Yeah. You can't describe how bad Watson was in that first quarter. Like they, it, it, even if his shoulder wasn't hurting him, they had to make believe that it was. And he took a big hit. Yeah. And then he went to the concussion protocol, but got cleared. He had his head. Like, no, no, so you, no, 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 yeah, yeah, right. Everyone associated with the Browns seemed fine that their $230 million man was sitting out, including the $230 million man. He seemed good. He had a jacket on, indoor stadium. Not sure why, but uh, 
It was uh yeah, they got very lucky in that game. I know you you that was the luckiest bet you ever made, right? It was smart. You had Browns first half and Browns to win. Well, I had a million dollar picks. I had Browns minus three, so that hurt. In real life was the one I called in on Wise Guys for, which right. was Browns first half, Browns to win, Eagles first half, Eagles to win. That parlay was like plus three fifty. That hit. Nice. That I was hit that good. one and I hit my I hit my Steelers same game today too. I wish I could do million dollar picks on Sunday. Deshaun's 10 Browns games, including today, 11 touchdowns, nine picks. He threw for 1,783 yards. He's averaging 178 yards a game. And they gave up three first-round picks. Uh, they gave him a shitload of money. And on top of it, um, not exactly a popular signing. So no, I don't know if no. that's better or worse than Denver, where they are with Russell Wilson. I mean, at least Russell Wilson, like he, you don't have the uh, community turning against you, but I mean, two, I think he's like a fifty-one million million dollar cap hit if they decide to part ways with him next year. But I don't know. But now they're—I don't know—they're getting very lucky too. That uncatchable ball. I don't know—is anything uncatchable two? anymore? Yeah, too. So let, let's talk about this because it's another rule now where I don't even know how to interpret it when I see it because they'll call right. it sometimes. The two rules that just seem to be arbitrary now are the defender not turning around on pass interference. They'll call it mm -hmm. 90% of the time, but 10% of the time, they just won't call it. And yep. then the ball hitting the back of the end zone, basically where the stands are, and there's yeah. still being a pass interference because the ball was in the air during the pass interference, but it wasn't uncatchable yet, even though it was about a split second away from being uncatchable. It just mm -hmm. seems like they're making shit up as they go along, so. Yeah, I, I, it, it just doesn't make sense when you think about everything else. Like if a ball is tipped, you could basically swing the receiver around by the uh, <laughs> face mask by four. and, and uh, you know, sling them right. into the mezzanine. Yeah, but but if a ball is um, thrown and it's it, it's uncatchable, if if uh, Shaq is standing on Wemby's shoulders, like I, it's still, it, it doesn't, you know, it, we can't see more of this, right? And then they called it for the Chiefs a couple weeks ago against the Vikes, but then didn't call it today. Very strange. I don't understand what happened to the Browns D in that game because mm -hmm. that was the first game where it didn't feel like they were flying around like we saw in the other games. And one theory I had, I'm going to throw at you because it sounds like it's going to be an excuse. Does it have Shaw Day in it? Doesn't have Shaw Day in it. Well, I don't want to hear it then. Okay. Do you think that game, that Niners game last week, just took a fucking shitload out of both teams. I mean, Debo's out. Debo has a hairline fracture now. McCaffrey looks like he's going to play tomorrow. But that was such a violent game. I wonder oh, yeah. if both teams were kind of... I, I, we might have to tuck that theory away for the future, for gambling. Like, if you watch a game where you're like, holy shit, this is a violent game, maybe both teams are just stayaways the, the next week. Because I, I thought the Browns looked not, like, not, like a different team. And I don't know mm -hmm. what to make of it. It was violent before the game started. There were fights. Like it really, it, <laughs> right. it, like now they got, yeah, they got beat up. Gardner Minshew should not beat them up to the tune of 456 yards versus 316, right? So they were wow. outscored by, by a lot there. Almost like well, they, 40%. they gave up, a, I think like three 50 plus plays. Big plays. That were the and guys were like yeah. open. It wasn't like, oh man, lucky throws. Like these guys were fucking wide open. They gave up big runs. Taylor, right. I thought was punishing them on a couple of the drives and, uh, Minshew was taken off for 12 yard like that those aren't huge plays but like 8 9 10 11 yard you know runs for Minshew extending drives was big yeah i don't know how they won that actually 
Well, if you're a Browns fan, you're like, hey guys, we're four and two. Can you just give us this? Can you, do you have to, mm-hmm. get to pour yeah. water on us? Yeah, we lost um, Chubb. We lost our quarterback who we thought was good. Which, if I gave you a surprise division winner that's not leading the division right now, and your four choices were the Seahawks at four and two, a game behind the Niners, mm-hmm. Steelers at four and two, right behind the Ravens, Houston three and three, a game and a half behind Jacksonville, or the Jets of New York at three and three, a game and a half behind Miami. Which one would you like? Mm. Seahawks, so- Steelers, Houston, Jets. You can only pick pick one. It's weird because I think the Niners are pretty much a lock in the West, but out of the ones you mentioned, the ones I could stomach watching for a few hours are the Seahawks, right? But is that my pick at plus 650? Over the Jets? Yes. I'll, I'll say the Texans. Maybe there's a little something there. Maybe just a little something. I know the Jaguars have uh, put together a nice, impressive run here, and their defense is better than I probably think, but plus 450, I'd say Texans. What about you? Texans. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Jags car was so bad in that game on Thursday night. And in general, Thursday night games are stupid. But Jags five and two. I could see them doing really well and finishing twelve and five and whatever. But I, I don't think Houston's gonna go away. I like that team. The Jags might be the team that the kills us. Kills us gambling. We're we're not gonna give them credit. They played that yeah. Thursday game. They played the London game. They seem to play quarterbacks who aren't ready. They beat up on Gardner Minshew, right? And uh, they're gonna they're gonna screw us all the way to the playoffs. Congratulations, Jags! I broke my rule. I teased them on. I don't bet on Thursday games, but I teased them on Thursday with the Bills and the Seahawks. Oh, so I was like, oh, this will be great. The, the two <laughs> weeks in a row. Why? Am, next week I'm straight upping. I'm straight up the rest of the way. It's like I have to learn every year. Don't do these stupid teasers with the most obvious. There's no question. Oh, but of course the Bills are gonna beat the Patriots, and then meanwhile. The line's dropping, and before the game, Belichick um, yeah. turns out he's going to play his best five offensive linemen together. New strategy for us. Oh, and we're <laughs> going to play the two receivers that get open all the time. We're going to try that this week, Bourne and Pop Douglas. It's like they, yeah. they finally did all the things we should have been doing the whole season. Meanwhile, I'm rooting against them because I want the draft pick. <laughs> and uh, don't, and listen, don't do the that. game late. First of well, all, you cr- you cry all the time about how your team doesn't make uh, good offseason moves. You gave the old man an extension. What? Look how great that proved. He gets to be. one every you, year. You beat up that on was the a fake story. Huge. How is that not? No one reported on that. He's he's he one of the get, biggest. Every year they add like a thing. year to his contract. They said a I huge extension. Like two, yeah. You don't think it's big? All right. Whatever. All right. They'll still, they'll still get rid of him or trade him if they. Secondly, they, you're watching college football. You don't know who you're. You don't know what pick you want here. What quarterback? Why would you tank? Like these. First of all, these guys work out forty percent of the time anyway. I know. And also, Caleb Williams' stock has dropped in the last three I know. weeks. I watched him last night on a JetBlue flight. I was not yeah. impressed. It was tough. Yeah. I know. He went. I went from thinking he was the next Mahomes to wondering if he would be the first pick. <laughs> Root for your so, team. He's the next Jackson Mahomes. Root for your well, I'll team. I'll tell you man. this: the Bills take the lead late. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is the perfect yeah. loss. We'll be one and six. Mm-hmm. Matt gets the ball. It's 0-13 and in his last 13 as an underdog. He's had one come from behind drive in like the last two and a half years. So there's no better scenario. Mm-hmm. First play, like a screen pass to Ramondre. It's not like we're going to beat anyone deep, the Pats. Screen pass to Ramondre, the entire Bills defense falls asleep. He goes for like 40 yards. We got guys downfield blocking. They just pick the flags up. So now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, 
And it's like, all right, well, I've seen this. Mac will take him to like the 18 and then not be able to punch it in. No, he actually punches it in, makes the play, and they beat the Bills. It was an encouraging, maybe we're not as bad as our record win for the Pats, but I thought really discouraging for the Bills because their yeah. defense just is not the same. And I thought even Zeke Elliott was like punishing them up the middle and um, guys were open on big drives. And I just, I don't think the, the they, they might have lost too many guys, Sal. I, I agree with you, and I know everyone's pointing to the defense, but they were stuck on 10 points for a long time, the Bills. They were. Like, why can't they score? Why can't they wait? All right, if they don't wake up in London, fine, we understand. They don't wake up the week later when they come home, but what the hell? Th those, those guys seem to score in bunches, right? It's Diggs gets three touchdowns a game, Gabe Davis three touchdowns, or, or it just doesn't happen. And uh, yeah. it was too little too late when they came back. But Well, I wonder, is that a team... Because we got the trade deadlines. In How less are they than four 10 and days. three? That team that crushed Miami is four and three. Yeah. If you were them, would you try to fix the defense or would you try to double down on the offense? Because just watching them going against them today, it felt like they were receivers short. Like even you look at the stats, Kincaid was eight for 75, Diggs mm -hmm. was six for 58, and then Shakir was four for 35, Gabe Davis was one for six, Dawson right. Knox one for 10. It's like they're missing that you know, that third and seven possession guy, like their version of not, they're not going to get Puka Nakua, but somebody, you know, that slot guy who can get open, who they used to have. They had Beasley, they had McKenzie. Yeah, I just don't know who year. it is. I mean, you picked the carcass of the Broncos who won today. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing Patrick Sertan. That would, you know, definitely straighten out some defensive needs, but I guess a, a Judy or, you know, something like that could I mean, help. Bo Kendrick Bourne would actually be perfect for them. He, he had yeah. another good game today, but, uh, I don't know. I, I can't tell what the Pats are going to do because on the one hand, the AFC, it does feel like maybe nine and eight is going to be a, a playoff seed. I hope they go the other way and become sellers, but I hope this wasn't a fool's gold mm -hmm. win for them. Pats were 24 for 96 rushing. Mac only had five incompletions. He had zero turnovers. The only turnover the Bills got was on a, a strip of Kendrick Bourne. So, not I'm betting great. they're over. I'm betting you're over win total. Do you know what it is? Oh, don't do that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Please don't do that. I'm doing it. There's what? There's please 17 don't. games this oh, year and they're do that. And, and six that. wins? They're not going to go six that. and 11? Are you kidding me? I veto that. Yeah. Another big storyline. Are the fun Chiefs back? Have they put the yeah. fun back in Kansas City? What do you think? I think uh, the Chargers 27-28 ranked pass defense makes everyone look good. Remember Dak Prescott? He looked good against the Chargers defense yeah. uh, last Monday night. So I don't want to go too crazy. Also, I lost money on that game. I thought that was one where the Chargers would uh, come through. I really was just zooming in on Tay-Tay's bracelets the whole game. So I didn't watch. You tell me. <laughs> Did they look good? Well, here's record. I mean, the Chiefs were wide open all over the place. They're right. paying their expensive cornerback to play for the Patriots. And he actually played the entire game today. It was one of the reasons the yeah. Pat's secondary looked pretty good. He had a pretty good game today. So I don't know what they were doing with that. But uh, I hesitate to ask you this. Is if there was if a coach got fired tomorrow, mm -hmm. we're, right, we're in firing season now. Right. And it was Staley. Would you be surprised? They're two and I four. Yeah, I know, but I feel like people are blaming him. I know it doesn't matter what the public perception is. I think Herbert's starting to finally get some blame here. Finally a little bit. You gotta get you gotta get wins. 
now and then. It can't all be Staley's fault, right? What is his career record now? Is he? It's really good. He's under 500. 27 and 28. Nerd hero, Justin Herbert. Yeah. And and some really poor decision-making. Now, the Mike Williams piece of this cannot be understated because it's like the Chargers offense with him, without him. There's a million stats. Eye test backs it up. Keenan but, Allen is great, though. Keenan Allen's really good. If you look at his his year yeah. this year, he's got oh, like he, well, yeah, that one the last guy, game. He has a forty something catches already. Their number one pick that you waived in one of our drafts, Quentin Johnson. Oh, Quentin Johnson, you waived yeah. him, right? Yeah, he I got rid like, of him. Like ten catches. Today. I know, of course, yeah. he's all over the place. Um, I think the Chargers are dead because we're. We're hitting uh, week eight, which is right. Or week eight, week nine is when we have to figure out, all right, who is the two and mm-hmm. five team that somehow rallies and makes the playoffs? Or who's the three and five team or two and six, whatever it is. So the Chargers would be a natural possible pick because of Herbert, but I don't mm-hmm. see it at all. I don't see it at all. I mean, from a, from a strategy standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, from a mistake standpoint, their defense sucks. I don't see it. I don't no. see them is coming there, back. Is there any game, is there any matchup you'd be very confident? If you would you take them in an eliminator position in any no. any matchup? Uh, like Panthers come to town. The Panthers probably have more fans. Like I, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't take them at all. What I'm mad about is you, it was me, you and House this time last week. We tried to put together a division parlay when Kansas City was like minus four fifty. Now they're minus twelve fifty. So we had it. It was it was the three obvious ones, and we you wanted to go the Eagles, though. Chiefs, Lions, and Eagles. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. Uh, I don't want to do the Eagles. All right, we'll take a break. A couple more games to discuss, then we'll do uh, guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system. Comprehensive protection for your whole home. A great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah. All they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe named best home security system in 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. Recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash BS. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. One last thing on the Chiefs, they, you know, they didn't show Taylor Swift as many times as usual, but um, mm-hmm. 
Are those natural reactions with her? Did she get a, a reaction coach? Oh. Or is she like genuinely excited by maybe doesn't know anything about football. So each mm -hmm. experience of having something good happen is like, she's genuinely that excited. What would you put the ratio? Are you afraid of the Swifties? Me even asking this. Don't no, put I'm this not on afraid social, Saruti. No, Saruti, go for it. I don't even care <laughs> about the Swifties. But I don't think she knows what a natural reaction is because she has thousands every night just screaming, screaming at the top right. of their lungs. She's watched when 24, she's there. 24 hours a day. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the Beatles all over again. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as concerned about it. Go crazy, well, Rudy. Get it up. There. I'll I'll tell you this though. Yeah, I thought the best celebrity spouse girlfriend reactor ever was Pete Sampras's wife, Brigitte Wilson Sampras. Oh right, yeah, right, right, right. The fist pumps with the cheers just mm -hmm. look great all the time. I always liked when they cut to her. I felt everything was genuine. I don't know how much of it was acting, playing in the cameras versus. But she sold me every time. She was the goat for me. Taylor Swift's getting up there. It's pretty good. Right. See, now they're going to put this on social. Well, but she, is it? it she's is it really a into it. She's what? Because she's next to Mahomes' wife, right? So now she, she has can't. handshakes with her already. But right. she really seems like she gives a shit. I think these two wacky kids might stay together a while. <laughs> you think her so? And Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, that bracelet says a lot. I always thought when Aniston dated uh, Pitt. Right, uh -huh. where Pitt's like, when they started going out in like the late 90s and Pitt's like, I can't believe I got the girl from Friends. This is the hottest girl in America. I fucking pulled right. it off. And she's like, I can't believe I got Brad Pitt. He's the hottest guy in America. I can't <laughs> believe I pulled it off. So that's part of like the relationship. The electricity yeah. of it is just one side. Deep down, you're still the person when you weren't famous and nobody knew the fuck you were and you probably had an ugly stage and you're, you're just looking at it like, I can't believe I'm dating this person. Mm. And I wonder with with Taylor Swift, as famous as she is, and she's dated all these actors, it's kind of cool to date one of the most famous football players. And he's in these games. He had like 180 yards today, like 12 catches and a touchdown. Yeah. And, and then he obviously thinks it's cool because it's Taylor Swift. I think they stay together. Do you think Brad Pitt was like, he, he wasn't rooting on Aniston during the Friends tapings? Like, yeah, they're at Central <laughs> Park now. Fist pump. You tell Ross who's boss. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Falcons-Bucks was the dumbest game of the day. Falcons did cover, but Ritter is yeah. a heart attack. I don't know. He had three interceptions last week, three fumbles this week. And I, I just... The fumbles at the one, two of them. I just... I and no Bijan, no Bijan. This whole division is a disaster. You try to figure it out. He was just not feeling well. That's why he's on the field, but not getting the ball. They didn't tell us what was going on for like an hour and a half either. Right. And then the, yeah. the answer was he's not feeling well. Bears Raiders, the Bears quarterback today, who House affectionately nicknamed T-Bag, oh, classic Joe House. Uh, <laughs> he's 1-0, and he looked pretty confident. This Div 2 kid. If you remember last year with Purdy, I ended up getting infatuated and in doing a Wikipedia deep dive and giving you a little five-minute dissertation. Mm -hmm. I did not do that for T-Bag. No? He's got to win me over for one more week. But, uh, but he I can help okay. you out. I can help you out. Division <laughs> two, all-time leader in passing yards. His father was a res an arm wrestling champion, 18 mm. times, 11 times right-handed, seven times left-handed. And the only other um, thing I know about him is that I had a bit of $11 on him because in that Weird league we you set up. You. We have to start two quarterbacks because and thirty teams were off. So uh, David Chang, 
I don't know. I mean, he's a football expert. He's on uh, he's on Amazon every Thursday night. So yeah, he put a, he put this rule in effect, and I had to start Tyson Bajan. I had to start Mac Jones against the Bills today, and he somehow had twenty two <laughs> points. It was very exciting. Yeah. I just two notes on this game. One is Dante Foreman, who was awesome two years ago in Tennessee. Then yeah. he goes to Carolina last year. And in the second half of the year, he's like one of the five best running backs in the league. And a big part of their identity is they almost made the playoffs. And then once again, just available, the Bears sign him. They don't use him for five weeks. Has this huge day to day. To day and it's just like he's somehow every year he's the most underrated running back in the league. I have him. I picked him yeah, up in right. all my leagues, I think. Um, I don't know why Vegas started Hoyer. I thought that was really weird. Like You, you wanted uh, O'Connell? You wanted... yeah. Yeah. We, where's like 40? Like, <laughs> was this going to be the year he turns into somebody? Right. I, I just don't get it. Um, Jacobs last year was 4.9 a carry. This year, he's 2.9 a carry. Wow. Last year, 12 TDs. This year, zero. And I think McDaniels is in the first coach fired. Oh, kinda, interesting. Kinda well, pool. no, they have how many? They won two in a row before this, this game, right? That was dispiriting that game. <laughs> Like, it was I really mean, bad. They, they looked yeah. like they were, they did, none of them wanted to be there. That was the, that jumped out to the TV as like the, there's something wrong with this team game. You know what I like about it though? Now there's a, is there anything better for like sports talk radio that now there's a quarterback controversy in New York and Chicago and it like happened within the same hour? Oh yeah. Like, Ty Taylor and, and Ty Bajant now like are, are, uh, you know, like, Hey man, we could have saved some money with these guys. What's a word that's like less exciting than a controversy? Mm. Sade? Is it? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> it's like a semi-controversy. Yeah, controversy. yeah. I Are you talking? Wow. You know, I gotta say, I think I'm done making fun of Collinsworth because now oh, no. everything he ends with the S is is an SH. It's like it's it's very tense out there. He'll say like tense for tense. So like, oh, you think he's I, taunting I, you? I, no, I think he might have a speech impediment, and I don't want to go after him anymore. <laughs> I think there's something actually wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Giants Washington Rivera is the other candidate for first coach fired. Yeah. He's got to be in there. How had six more sacks. He is up to 40 for the year. He's 36 That's away nuts. from David Carr, who has the all-time sack record. 40, yeah. and we're not even at the halfway point yet. And he's, every he's week feels there. like he's getting worse. Like it just, he either holds the ball too long or makes a weird decision or they're, they're really what, bad. I like the, I like, but when he throws, don't you feel a little confident? Except if you, if you didn't have all this data saying the ball's probably going to be incomplete, just the way he yeah. throws. I feel like he looks good. I used to feel that way about like Brian Greasy. I'm like, oh man, that guy could, like if you paused it right as he's releasing yeah, the ball, right. you would I'm think like, oh, that's a good play. That's good. Someone's going to catch that and run an extra seven yards. Not the case. Guess the lines week eight. So we have 16 games next week. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, we had six buys today, which was pretty uh, nice because the TVs were actually pretty manageable today. Right. But right. next week, we're back to uh, 16. And we have a Sunday night game that is appalling that we're going to get to. Monday's not great either. And yeah, I, I want to make a plea to the league now. Please stop killing the fantasy players with six buys, like you said last week, and none this week. Because the buys forced a lot of people, including me, to pick up Zach Evans, who got a nice big fat zero. Zach Evans, who on Thursday was a Ram starter, and then yeah. inexplicably Saturday night was a third stringer. And now, and now there's Henderson. no buys. 
Yeah, right. Henderson has yeah. been on the Rams. I think he was on the Dick Vermeil Rams in 1999. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. He's 27 years old. <laughs> Thursday night, Bills Bucks in Buffalo. Interesting game for both of these teams. And now Tampa wins this, right? Now we have to think they're good again. Like it's uh, already hate I'll it. Tell you this, Bills are only four and three. I know. Like that, this would be a terrible. Oh my God, we've lost two games in five days. We just lost to Mac Jones, Baker Mayfield. What the hell is going on with us? Yep. I don't like this spot. Don't don't America don't gamble on this game. I have a. Uh, the Bills favored by five and a half over Tampa. All right, I get this one. I said six and a half. It is seven and a half. By the way, I should mention your, che- your cheating got you to four, one, and two, or your one, four, and two going into uh, week eight. All right. I didn't cheat. I'm up one. Go ahead. That Bills line's too high. Don't you think? Three and three. Yeah, three and three at four and three. Thursday the night? just don't score. They just don't score. Everyone in that division just takes so long to score. I, I, like, I was talking to so, a friend. Like, how, how many teams could drive 75 yards? Like four that could do it like <laughs> against good defenses. Like, how many do you have? Yeah. Like Miami, Philly, San Francisco. Is that it? Baltimore. And Baltimore. It's like Baltimore could do it. That's got to be it. It's five? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. All right. All right. Five. No more. No more. Not the Bills. Sunday marquee game. It's tough because we have five good games, but no great games. So I'm going to go with this mm. one. 49ers, Bengals. Yeah. It's in San Francisco. Bengals coming off a bye. 49ers are playing on Monday night, uh, tomorrow night against Minnesota. Allegedly, mm-hmm. McCaffrey's going to play. I think this is just under where it would be teasable. I'm going to say 49ers by five and a half. You got it. You nailed it. I said four and a half, and it is five and a half. Mm, that's a nice spot for the Bengals. That is so good, tough. Good underdog money spot. That's one of those, if you like the Bengals, just bet them. Just bet the money. Bet the plus 200, whatever it is. Nice rest advantage too, right? Yeah. The bye. They're 49ers playing Monday. Pretty good. The watchables. I got four. Dolphins-Pats is a watchable, right? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Sure. Yeah. When did they play? They played, they were 24 17. They played a night game, right? Yeah. Yep. It's in Miami, and I'm going to say Dolphins by seven and a half. Uh, We both whiffed on this. I said seven and a half also. It's 10 and a half. (laughs) Let me see if it moves. That's too high. Man, I, I just don't think the Dolphins defense is good enough to give them a 10 and a half. Do you? They're so weird. They're just so weird, right? Like, did you, I mean, you, you, you played them tough the first time. Now, they might just be one of these tough defenses that the Dolphins have trouble with in the, in the you know, and you're going to double Tyreek Hill like you did. You held them to 24 last game. It might be high. We have guys coming back, too. Yeah, mm. I hope I don't get sucked back Uh-oh. in with this past game. Go. I was already scouting quarterbacks. <laughs> did you see, did you watch a lot of that game, the Pats game? Did you have it on? Yeah, 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 sure. Barmore was out of control today. It was one of the mm-hmm. most dominant uh, defensive line performances I think we've had in the last five or six years. He was unbelievable. He even had a late hit on uh, right. on uh, on Allen at one point. But 
uh, he was just all over the place. He was collapsing in the middle of their line. It was really interesting. Hey, what happened kind of waiting to this? for that for a while? It's such a weird defense that comes alive sometimes. And um, I don't know. It's like that. Sometimes they want to impress daddy and sometimes they don't. They don't care. Well, do I think the way the move is to just run it up our throats, but I don't think the Bills are really capable of doing that. It was also, Josh has always been a guy that has moved around in the pats and mm. used his legs and he's kind of owned us. So I, I'm shocked that the pats really won that it. game. Yeah. He's also, have you noticed on the deep balls this year, he's been terrible? Like he kind of, he's, he's chucked up more balls for grabs, it feels like this year than any other mm -hmm. quarterback in the league. Next watchables, your team, the boys of Dallas, mm -hmm. home for the Rams. I can't tell if the Rams, definitely one of those, they look good for about 35 minutes teams. And if they're playing another really good team, they, they kind of run out. But that first half looks awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I, should, I wish I hadn't gone and get some Rams. But then it kind of peters out there. So their running backs are pretty rough. But They can't run uh, the ball. I will say, maybe we should say something nice about the Steelers for like 10 seconds. It, like Stafford seemed like he was under siege for a lot. He a, was. A, a good the first half, he was comfortable. Second half, he was not. Yeah. I have Dallas by five and a half over the Rams. All right, you're going to get this. Although this move, oh, this is interesting. It was six and a half. It went to six. So you do get it. Hmm. What'd you guess? I, I'm sorry. I said seven. I hmm. went higher. I thought it was going to be, you know, uh, they actually probably would have more fans out here than where they are. That's a good underdog, underdog, uh, straight up yeah. underdog money bet. Next one, watchables. This, this was in consideration for the Sunday marquee game. The Jaguars at Pittsburgh. <laughs> I I couldn't have thrown this in the tic-tac zone fast enough. Mm. I have the Jags favored by one and a half. Uh, that is, uh, uh, oh, I had one. It is one and a half. Mm. It is the tic-tac zone. It's right there. They never say one. Have you noticed that? It's always one and a half. It's never well, one. Now, now that I'm clued into that, I'm going to figure that out. One and a half is right. What are you going to do? Steelers plus seven and a half? Can I predict Joe House on Wise Guys <laughs> on Sunday? What's he going to do? <laughs> I like the Steelers in a very tasty underdog tease to seven and a half. <laughs> like he's definitely, he'll tease the Steelers. Lock it down. 100%. Yeah. Um, he's been good with his dog picks too. Yeah, that's man. The Steelers are gonna—they're gonna win that game, and they're gonna be five and two. And we're gonna have no idea how oh to beat the Jaguars. Oh my god! Last one, Seahawks home for the Cleveland Browns, and I have no idea who's playing quarterback for the Browns. I went Seahawks three on this one, and it's probably two and a half, and I have regrets already. No, you're killing me. I said four. And it is two and a half. So either way, you mm. get it. How crazy is that? That the two hundred and thirty million. I keep saying the number quarterback. We have no idea what it is. Fandle's like, we don't care. We're putting a line on this. It's the Browns. They're going to Brown. That's we know it. you'll bet on this anyway. Yeah, exactly. Come to Fanduel. Shouldn't it be higher? Shouldn't it be a little higher? Can I make a PJ Walker confession? Uh, I, I don't think, think so, he's yeah. that bad. <laughs> I don't think he was fine. Bad. He came on a little bit, 
but his his, his the last couple of drives. What was his numbers? One seventy eight. He's he's not to compare him to Russell Westbrook, one of the best like sixty five NBA players of all time. Oh, but he there is like a little bit of Westbrook to him. Like he'll he'll complete a thirty yarder down the sidelines in stride to Amari Cooper, and he'll hit him perfectly. And then the next play, he'll just sail it over David Njoku's head. Yeah. And it's, you just don't know what's going to happen play to play with him, but he does make plays and he does, he can move around. And I think I would rather have a below average or mediocre quarterback who could move versus somebody like Derek Carr. Okay. So where do you put him? Do you, would you have traded him for Gardner Minshew today and going forward? Like, is that Brown's team be more confident in them to get to 10 wins with Gardner Minshew or PJ Walker? So what do we make of Minshew? Because last week I was saying how they should start another pitch, another quarterback, and then bring him in in the second quarter like a baseball. But yeah, what do they call it? Not the opener, but like the long reliever person, the holder, the uh, the uh, stopper. What what is it? But you're right. But he he was good today though. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like one of those baseball starters where there's going to be. A, one start, he's just going to give up nine runs. Then the next start, he throws a three-hitter. And then the next start, he throws 120 pitches. And then he gets yeah. blown out again. He just That just might be who he is. It's very strange, he's right? not good yeah. enough to be good over and over again, but every once in a while. Because I thought he was really good in the Browns game. Over 300 yards. He, he had 30 in the pocket. I would have thought he had 60 yards rushing. It was only 30, but yeah, he took They're off. big and, and, rushes, yeah. Right. And he was good. Fairly watchables. Packers Vikings. I this probably could go in the poop fecta. I guess the Packers season is on the line. Uh Packers home. Yeah, they're both two and four. Right? Yeah. This just feels like a Packers by three for me. Yeah, I, I was way off on these. I said Vikings by one and a half, and it is uh Packers by one and a half. So you get that. You have a six to two lead. A little worried about Jordan Love. <laughs> now did, you are. We did yeah. a division long shot. That was, I like the Packers. You like the Vikings. We were both wrong. This is a, this yeah, is our no torn one. up tickets bowl. <laughs> well, um, we were so hell bent on a team coming in second place in this division. And uh, nobody has to. Second place could be six and 11 easily. He was bad. He's bad in the game today. I mean, you're playing Denver mm-hmm. and you get zero points in the first half. He missed throws. I didn't think he looked very confident. There was one of the things I like to look for when you know a quarterback's not doing well is the reactions from the receivers when the ball is either too short or too long. And he had one late to Watson where he chucked it deep and it was just eight yards away from where Watson was. And Watson just kind of slowed down with it. Jesus Christ, man, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? It was like one of those. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's not good. but on the other hand, he can move his legs. Like there will be moments where he looks okay. But I mean, I would put him behind Ritter, right? I, as many turnovers as Ritter has, I, I, guess I still so. think he's more confident than Jordan Love. Well, here's what's distressing. Like, first of all, they're playing Denver. Nobody should lose to Denver. And they take the lead on that double doink touchdown pass to, yeah. was it, to Jaden Reed or something? Right. And like, oh, that, that should be it. <laughs> you have Denver on the ropes. They just, they just broncoed the hell out of you here. And they, they give up the field goal and, can't come back to win. So. Yeah, that was Love's go-ahead touchdown was he threw it so far behind the guy that it hit <laughs> his hands and bounced into the guy behind him. Ugh. Pretty rough. Titans-Falcons. 
for fairly watchables only because uh, this is it for the Titans. I think this they they are now in must win territory. Mm-hmm. Coming off a bye, Mike Vrabel just got elected to the Pats Hall of Fame. <laughs> Falcons, I think, are fairly watchables at worst because every game they play comes down to the fourth quarter. It feels like and weird things happen. So I have the Titans by one and a half. This really moved. This moved a lot. I checked this three hours ago. I had Titans by one, and it was one and a half, but now it's Falcons minus one and a half. Jesus. Did something happen? Is B.J. Robinson, and B. John Robinson traded to Tennessee? Why well, would this Titans, have moved so much? The Titans aren't good, so that might be part of it. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, it this really, looks like a classic, oh my God, only 14% of the money is on the Titans. Yeah. We've been here before with them. By the way, the bad. top seven, I know you love these, but 70% or more money on the top seven public games, all lost. Pub- public is that true? Killed. True. Absolutely true. Oh my God. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Duncan. I love Duncan. Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They call it sparked energy. I mean, they have peach sunshine. I'm a huge peach guy. Like peach with drinks, I feel like is one of the most underrated drink combo kind of starter things that we have. Well, in this case, these are delicious. They're packed with caffeine and vitamins and minerals that give me the energy I need to get through the day. And a medium is $3 now through March 19th. So drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Colts Saints. What do you think of uh, Derek Carr's performative of Thursday stuff? You talked about it a little on uh, yeah. Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Just redo your take for us here. Yeah, I mean, he's going after Olave, like screaming at him with his arms in the air, making goalposts with his arms and everything after a pass. And they re- they showed the pass, and it was really like, uh, I think it hit a cheerleader in, like, in the <laughs> neck or something. Like, what was his route supposed Five to be? Five yards out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what's upset with he these stopped guys? the route because otherwise <laughs> the ball would have landed five yards out of bounds. Don't He's they really watch annoying. tape together on Monday? Like, hey, all right, you could yell at me, but now we're going to watch tape on this as a team. And, and then what? <laughs> See how bad that pass was. Yeah. He's another one where they have to kind of show him a picture of what he looks like with his helmet on and that mustache and be like, you're supposed to be the leader <laughs> of the team. Can you have yeah. better facial hair? Can you think of a handlebar mustache or just full beard or just clean shave? Right. But this ain't working. Uh, check down. Four check down quarterbacks in that division. NFC check down South. Discount we, double check down. We got to figure it out. We were uh, we were on Cash Bar Car last year <laughs> about how bad he was and the Raiders. And it was like, change the scenery. 
I thought the Saints were going to win the division just because I couldn't find another team. I thought Amen. their defense, they go nine and eight. Um, mm-hmm. They still might win the division, but he's been done for two years. The cash yeah, bar I mean, is closed. It's closed? No no tip jar? No. <laughs> is, that, is that what the on the hip? Yeah. I mean, we didn't like the coach, but we thought the better quarterback uh, and the big signing would would rule the division. Now I'm not even saying that. It's probably I'll tell you what, Atlanta. I, Ugh, God. I guess. It's Ritter. Ritter's going to have 35 turnovers. We're going to be able to bet against him in round one. This could be the worst this division's been. Like, even when, when Brady, was it a couple of years ago? Or was it last year? No, like, nothing's worse than last year. That Bucks team know, was so man. bad last year. Come I on. I can't watch these teams. I, Sam, I know, but... Sam Darnold versus Brady for the NFC South. Brady's, like, already mentally retired. That was the worst. Yeah. I made this he, a pick I said, Simmons, take this game from me. I'm making this a pick. Hmm. I said uh, Colts by one. All right. Well, you'll get it. <laughs> it's Colts by one and a half. Mm. This is a demolition. Look at thing. another Tic Tac. Jesus. Yeah. Eagles are at Washington. Everyone's going to make a big fuss about how the Washington always plays these guys well and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I think the Eagles are favored by seven points. Uh, go, we get to split one here. I said six. It's six and a half. Then they play each other. There's two games where the teams played yeah, each other two thought, weeks ago. There's they a couple two matchups ago. where you feel like the teams play four times a year. Right. I think this is one of them. I think the Eagles and Washington play once a month. We could split, spread it out more than two weeks. But Chiefs yeah. Broncos is the same thing. We just saw that on Thursday night. Well, what was we had a game? Was it this week or last week where the the they already played the two games after six weeks? One of the divisions. Did that happen got, already? Yeah, there, there was some one matchup where that's it. it the they Giants? already played twice oh, in week maybe. one and week six. Um, all right, two more in the fairly watchables. Chiefs, Broncos. This is in yeah. Denver. Just saw this. Yep. Yeah, we just saw this one. I have the Chiefs favored by seven and a half. Probably too low. Uh, no, we have to split this too. I said nine and a half. It's eight and a half. Mm. Can't gain any ground on you here. It makes me sad when there's pressure on Wilson and he spins out of it and then just gets tackled. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of a bummer. That was like, he was, he was the best at that versus any, like nobody else was as good as him in that specific situation of he's in a lot of trouble, spins out, buys time. And now he just gets, he gets shoestring tackled every time. And it makes me sad. Right. And Hertz did it great. And he just, yeah, you're right. He can't see downfield and he doesn't doesn't have the legs to scramble anymore. I think if they lost today, that would have been it. I think he goes to Stidham. He's like, I'm done. But they end up squeaking it out. Well, they'll lose this one. Oh, here we go. We talked about it earlier. Ravens Cardinals. (laughs) Let me This is a weird trend of the best game of the week or the best performance of the week. Just shit in the bed the following week. I have uh, Ravens by seven and a half. Uh, do Arizona. I get yes, yes, I win one. I said nine, it's eight and a half. I mean, the Cardinals are gonna do this twice. They're gonna beat the Cowboys and the they're gonna beat the Cowboys and the Ravens, and they're gonna get the number one pick. <laughs> Is that possible? Come on. Well, I mean, isn't Carolina like Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, they haven't won either, but but they have the, the extra game. But they don't have their pick though. The Cardinals really don't have their pick? Oh, oh, Carolina. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the Carolina yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. 
poop fact at two games. One of them is the Jets and the Giants. I'm sorry. Jets-Giants games are usually at least a little bit fun. This is not. I'm putting this in the tic-tac zone. I have the Jets by one and a half. I did too. Uh, the Jets are a hefty three-point favorite at MetLife. Wow. I so guess they're technically they're the, not really technically home. the road yeah. team, even though they're not. Right, right. Wait, That's we tough. Have, we don't have to bet that, do we? Wait, we have to talk about the Jets here for a second. So. Let John Jastrzemski just bet the hell out of this. We don't have to bet it. Jets. So they have the Giants this week. Home Chargers on a Monday night. Mm. At like Las that. Vegas on a Sunday night. Ugh. They could be six and three heading into at Buffalo on Sunday, November nineteenth, and yeah. then they play the Black Friday game on a, against Miami on Friday, November twenty fourth. They play Vegas on a on a what? Why is Vegas getting so many primetime games? They have one this Monday. We saw them last week. When was this a good I, idea? There's just not enough good teams. They just aren't. I don't understand it, my friend. <laughs> um, all right, the other poop fecta game. It is Texans at Carolina. Yeah. This game, the Panthers are just an automatic poop fact at this point. Mm-hmm. I think this is Texans by three and a half, and I'm going to bet the Texans. I said the same thing. And don't let us down, Texans. I know you want to here, but yeah, S- Simmons and I just said we like you potentially to win the division. Don't go crap to bed at Carolina. Don't do it. And I'm... I'm not going to be scared by the extra half point either. I'm betting the three and a half. I'm just Good. doing it. Didn't you look into that? Like the three and a halfs were... Uh, Did. That was the way to go? I looked into yeah. it. Although there's been some some cover but not wins with the three and unders the last couple of weeks. That's been pretty devastating. The Falcons yeah. had one. Uh, this week, the Browns. Right. They're favored by three. They win by one. Hate those. All right. That's I already clinched the week, but we have two left. Sunday night. Chilled me. Sunday night is, this is the worst Sunday night game we've had in a long time. Chargers-Bears, which I'm sure they were all excited about when they scheduled it. It was a Herbert and Fields. This would be great. Yeah. Two of the young, young best quarterbacks in the league. This game sucks. They should flex it. <laughs> I, it's even Collinsworth. They might have to like actually give him extra coffee so he has the proper Collinsworth excitement. <laughs> oh, oh you sure. <laughs> Show that picture of me when I was young again. Come on. You know what I'm doing. Let's go to my son. What's he doing? Uh, Chargers, I have minus six against T-Bag and the Bears. Oh, wow. I had six and a half. It's nine and a half. Oh, come on. Nine and a half. absurd. A zillion Bears thing I've ever heard. Come on. There's be 60,000 Chicago fans. I know, I know. But there's no way we could bet the Bears again. Right? I just don't think the Chargers should be favored by more than seven over anyone in the league. From what I'm going the other way, let's put the Chargers in every money line parlay, (laughs) and then when now, now, but listen, but then, then we're just done with them. Then if they beat us, we're like, well, that's it. We are never, we'll never ever speak, speak that. Definitely not doing that. Monday night, man, this is another stinker. (laughs) No, (laughs) what was this a good game? Detroit is home for Vegas. And I'm going to say Lions by eight and a half. Uh, you went a little rich there. I said seven. It's seven and a half. Wait, hold on. Six. Uh, yeah, I won. No, no, you won. <laughs> Lions seven and a half, huh? That's too too low in my opinion. I feel like there's a teaser in there for us. 
especially Lions coming off a loss, embarrassing yeah. loss. Right. Hmm. Raiders are an embarrassing loss too, but they're always an embarrassing loss. Yeah. All right, you won. That's uh, you're cutting it to four, two, and two. I hate this. I see how this is going. Be caught up by come back. Yeah. How have you enjoyed the baseball playoffs? I um I can't believe what the Astros are doing. I took both underdogs. I took the Rangers and I took the uh, Diamondbacks. So I'll probably lose the Diamondbacks. But this, have you seen a team that can't win at home? The Astros are terrible at home, like in the whole regular season, too. I can't believe the Rangers even have a chance to go to the World Series with their bullpen. Hench and I are yeah. in that AL Keeper League, and we've we've had most of their bullpen this season. Like, we had LeClerc. We kept him. He right. lost his job. He couldn't he get it back. crazy. We yeah. waved him. Like, he's out there closing giant games. I thought, I tweeted this on Friday night. I thought the Friday night game was the best baseball game I'd watched this decade. The Altuve the homer? Pace yeah. Of it. yeah, the Altuve yeah. homer. The, there was the bench-clearing non-brawl, and just it, there was an energy to that game that was really fun, I thought. Doesn't and it I, bum the, you the out? The pitch clock that, helps. Uh, for sure, yeah. We, th- those would have been five-and-a-half-hour games, but Altuve's going to be maybe the greatest postseason player of all time when it's all said and done. The two guys that you, you... I mean, there's a bunch of guys now, especially in these playoffs, but Altuve and Schwarber, you just always feel like they're going to do something. Alvarez yeah. is like that. Um, what's his face on the Rangers? The one who hit the homer tonight. But uh, Garcia. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Rolls Garcia. Yeah. The, yeah, there's a lot of good boppers out there. I don't know what the Phillies are doing with Schwarbo. Like it goes again. Like the, you have a leadoff hitter batting 204, but it doesn't matter. It's 47. Those so hits are home runs. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs have been great. I've really enjoyed them. It's I think good. Phillies, Texas will end up having like a 16 to 15 type crazy game that goes 14 innings and homers and comebacks. And I'm still right. rooting for the Phillies because I have the World Series bet, which I don't really, I know. Oh, you, you did? Yeah. Did you have any last minute uh, NBA bets or no? Yeah, I was going to, uh, well, are we done? Are we, I was going to promote no, it. No, we'll uh, do Parent Corner in a second. Um, um, yeah, because I, we, we have our preview. I mean, you did 17 hours of previews and, and forgot to pick yeah. the awards. I mean, what the hell? Uh, I'll throw you some samples. Austin Reeves, most improved, 18 to 1. Like that. Spider Mitchell. Um, Spider Mitchell, best clutch, whatever that clutch award is, 17 to 1. He goes right in there with those games. I think they had 45 games. <laughs> I that vote fell for in that, that award thing. and I still don't understand what it is. You better figure out what that is. Don't, <laughs> don't even think about it. Just, just vote for Spider Mitchell. And uh, Clippers, no playoffs, I thought, plus 190. I like that one. I like Although the that Stephen Adams. That Stephen Adams thing hurts, though, right? Hurts that bet now that that came out. No, because I, they, it'd be, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to think the Grizzlies would just not make the playoffs. I also think they can make a trade because Robert right. Williams, Verno, and I were texting about it today with House. Right, Portland's got Robert Williams. They're gonna trade into somebody for picks. So there's people yeah. out there they can get if they need to. Yeah, I didn't really do awards picks because I feel weird picking stuff when I vote on it. Oh, that's true. Does that yeah. does sound like a douche. But too late, way too late. Um, yeah. No, for the odds, I I pointed this out when we did the preview. Booker was twenty two to one, and I just thought those were really good odds. That's falling to nineteen <laughs> to one. Nineteen you know, to one, I, I still I, think is solid for him. But listen, Harry, God bless him. He he picks guys like Booker every year, but those guys don't get votes. You have to get votes, right? It's well, so you, important. 
the the key would be if they were a one seed and he was yeah. like, you know, thirty points a game and running their offense and stuff. And Durant missed twenty five games. Or last three path. winners, uh, three seeds or lowers, right? Yeah, it's tough. I, this is the first year I don't really have out of like all the favorites a guy that I love. I think Curry's as fourteen to one. I kind of like those odds too because I think Golden State's going to be good. Tatum mm-hmm. seems too obvious at plus seven fifty and beads out. I don't think the Bucks are going to be good enough really? for Giannis to win MVP. See, that's my um, pick only because I think he's going to have to step it up and play defense because that maybe. was an offensive player for a defensive player that trade, right? Holiday yeah, there's for, weird uh, vibes that I mean, that team just got rid of their lead assistant. Yeah. Um, and then Joker sitting there at plus four thirty two. The the one that I think you know, there's been heavy action on Wembenyama, who's minus one forty five now. Everybody, yeah. I watched a lot of that uh, on Friday that that uh, Warriors game. His odds that night for defensive player of the year were fourteen to one. They're down to twelve to one now. Mm-hmm. But the my favorite bet is the one I sent you guys on Friday night. I don't know if that's changing. Was I think it blocks. Fandles, yeah, it's it's Wemby to win the blocks per game title with Curry mm-hmm. to win the made threes title. And if you parlay it together on Fanduel, it's like eight to one, and they have some parlay boost for it. But oh, that's I good. thought yeah. like. Curry made threes. Basically, he wins every year unless he gets hurt. Right. So you're betting on, you're you're almost betting on um, on him not getting injured over whether well, he's going to actually. What's the threshold? Is it sixty five for this too, or no? Isn't I think it less? it's fifty five. So he's uh-huh. minus one fifty for three pointers made. Yeah, and I think he only has to play fifty five games to hit that. And then Wemby for blocks. That's still four to one. I think that's. I think he's. First of all, I think he should be the favorite. I don't see any scenario where he doesn't block like three and a half, four a game. Because did you say they're running, the Mavs had a practice where they were holding shit up in the air to try to emulate how big his reach is. Interesting. If he plays 30 minutes a game, he's going to get three to four blocks a game. So I thought the four to one for him was pretty great. And then... um, Yeah, it's just making... If they they play enough, it's the only thing you have to worry about with these rookies, right? For for any of these qualifications. I really like the Reeves most improved. I think that's a Thank good you. one. Cause Thank especially you. like if LeBron misses 25, 30 games, cause he's, you know, did great in the world cup old. coming up. Right. Uh, obviously his playoff numbers were like three points higher and he's bringing the ball up the court this year. That's a win. Six what about, man. uh, I'll, I'll give you Jokic. Um, I mean, you could bet these uh, like the the player awards, though, right? Because you're not. But like, uh, I I thought that was good value in Jokic for assist leader. I'm gonna go with that plus seven fifty. He he's gone so up. So we'd have to get like year. like nine and a half assists. Yeah, nine point eight. Nine point eight. I mean, Halliburton was second. What well, Harden won it last year, but who even knows if he's gonna make it through the year, right? And uh, yeah, Jokic. I mean, he, he just it just goes up and up, and I could see him being even more unselfish. It's a good number though. People are going to laugh, but I kind of like Pritchard for six man of the year. But the thing Whoa. is, they have Derek White eligible at six man of the year on Fando at 23 to one. But I think he's going to start. I don't, they don't even have Pritchard odds. I think Pritchard's going to play a lot. They the screw with that though too much. It wasn't Westbrook like the top for that. Yeah. And then uh, as soon as they made him a starter, they just took him off that. That wasn't right. fair. Coach of the year. Dagnald on the, on OKC at plus 750 is the favorite. And that's also my favorite one. Hmm. And I also like, where's Quinn Snyder? Quinn Snyder is... He's barefoot. Wow. Look for the he's feet. He's way down there. Where 20? The fuck it? 
20. Yeah. He's, he's 20 in the 20s. to 1. Because yeah. if he turns Atlanta into like a 48, 49 win team, which they have the talent, especially in a weaker conference, I think he's going to win it. Hmm. So I thought the, I thought those odds were too ridiculous right. too. Um, I'm a yeah, little I bit excited. That, I'm excited a little bit for the year. That Wemby blocks with the Curry made threes is my favorite. I can't believe that's a twin. Yeah, we did we did a bunch of make the playoffs, miss the playoffs. I still I think the Mavs are going to suck. That's one yeah. of my ones. Like I'm I'm banking on and and uh, I like the Timberwolves. Well, I bet the Mavs like the win Hawks. total under instead of not making the playoffs. But I just feel like that karma's got to catch up with Cuban for quitting on the season last year. And they're just yeah. they're old anyway. I don't know. They're both. I mean, could they, Luca and uh, also they could be they're done this year, right? They have to get yeah. new contracts. Yeah. Well, Luca's there for a while, but uh, you know, they, I think he's got maybe a year or two years after this one. Right. The Celts Lakers to make the finals is 22 to one. I thought that was pretty good too. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Cause the Lakers are going to be good. All right. It's time for, uh, so you're doing all this. What show? Doing it. This will be, uh, on Tuesday on, uh, against okay. all odds. And we have, uh, coach PJ Carlisimo is joining us too. Great. Today's parent <laughs> corner brought to you by CarMax. As any parent knows, there's always two things we can't get enough of. And that's time and money. That's why CarMax is making it fast and easy to get pre-qualified for your next car. You can get personalized items and shop within your monthly budget with no impact to your credit score. Save time. Start shopping for a car you love and get pre-qualified today. CarMax, the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. What do you got, Sal? All right. So I was in Oregon. You could see by the hat this weekend. Went there Friday. It's Parents Weekend. He's only been there a month, by the way, and it's already Parents Weekend. Um, so the plan is get there, maybe get lunch, dinner, and then we don't really see him. We go to the game, but he's going to go to the game, the Oregon-Washington State game with his friends. So maybe we get to say goodbye. So get to lunch. He fills us in. He's having a great time. And you don't realize how much freedom you have in college. Like our kids could sit on the couch and be on their phones and order DoorDash all day. I'm like, oh, you got the world. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's crazy. No, college is a whole different story. It's like I got like 10 friends. They're all on the floor. We go all over the place. We all have nicknames. It's like, oh. It's great. I, it, it really hit me, and it was good catching up. And then we go to dinner with his his friends and the friends' parents who were there. Lovely time. I ate my face off. We're like a Chinese dumpling house. I'm like, I don't care. Melissa's <laughs> like, please. I heard the dumplings are great in yeah. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon, yeah. She's like, don't don't eat like a, a monster. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I don't care. So I, I embarrassed everybody. And then uh, we have the game, and we're separate from him. He's in the student section, and my wife buys these um, chip clips. We went through his room and she noticed he needed like chip clips. Like if you have an open bag of Doritos right. and you, I'm explaining chip clips. You know what it is. It just clips right yeah. on. And so she brings them to the game and she's like, all right, we got to find them. I'm like, yeah, we have to find them before we, you know, say, say goodbye. He's like, oh, it's going to be, then it's like tough for him to meet us to say goodbye. I'm like, oh, now we got to go. We got to give him these clips. We can't just leave with these chip clips. And so it, it's a real hassle to chase him down and for him to meet us out of the student section and for us to say goodbye. We could have just called and said goodbye and texted, but we got to give him this chip, chip clips. And so when he's saying goodbye to us, he's like, all right, bye. And let's like, take, take these, put these in your jacket, put these here. Okay. Put the, all right. Do you have enough? Do you have enough room? We'll take the cardboard off and then, then you could fit this. And I could just see he's like rolling his eyes internally on us. And he finally like hugs us and say goodbye. And I'm like, 
oh my God, we just turned into our parents there. We're forcing <laughs> freaking chip clips on him. <laughs> uh, it, it took a month. It was a month and we're already our parents. Like, no, you got My mother's done this to a million, me a million times. Take this quiche, take, take everything, all the stuff that we don't really need. She's left, uh, left us with stuff. And, and that was it. Like uh, the nightmares here. The thing I worried about the most. We're forcing chip clips on him when we didn't even at a freaking football game. He's got to carry these things around. It's we all over. turn into our parents. It's crazy. It took four weeks. Well, chip the good clips. news is he got some chip clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to eat any stale Funyuns like anymore. Those things like two more days now of life with those $1.98 <laughs> chips that he bought. I know. The Stadium Center. 74 cents if he went to Target. Top chips might have gone stale if he didn't find oh, them. Oh, we are pathetic. Did she cry? No, she tears. was good. No, she needed this. This was good for her. This um, this uh, really was in sync well with her, her premenopausal state, uh, I thought. <laughs> it went well. <laughs> uh, I actually flew back and saw my daughter. You did. a couple of soccer games. And uh, yeah. I took her and her friends out to P.F. Chang's after the Wednesday game. And it was the same thing. It was like, oh, she's got all these people in her life that she didn't know. Six, yeah. seven weeks ago, and they have all these jokes, and I'm just this parent that comes in and out. They <laughs> they like seeing me, but not for too long, and then you don't hear from them, and mm -hmm. uh, it's just funny. It, it it definitely is takes some adjusting to be like, oh, I'm that person now. I just kind of float in and out of your life, and when you need me, right. you need me. That's yeah, great, though. I accept on. it. I accept my job. We're like, uh, I don't know. It's like we're like dime dime cornerbacks. Where it's like, oh, it's third and twelve. Get in there, and then we go in and we just try to play play our zone for one play, and then we kind of get out. Interesting. That's what we do when we're parents in college. Um, wow. My parent corner. So my wife, you know, we had four dogs, and then mm -hmm. our dog Willie. When um, when my when my wife's dad died, and her mom was by herself, so we gave her our dog Willie for a couple of weeks, and then they just hit it off, and she ended up. Willie just kind of stayed there, and he's an only child in her house. He's super happy, loves it, and um, so we had the three dogs left. We have Olivia, who's like fifteen, who's going to be dying for the next twenty years. Um, we I was talked to I was tell her to go to the light, but she doesn't listen to me. She's just <laughs> never going to die. Then we have Jesse, the rescue dog, who's just a mess. She's just kind of disappears all day. And then Murph, who I've talked about many times, who's a lunatic right. who has his own Instagram account. So her mom went away for a couple of weeks. So Willie came back and Willie's living with us now for two weeks and he hasn't lived with us for pretty much like a year. And it's, it's, it's kind of gone great. Like he's fit in and, and I was thinking it's like a TV show when somebody leaves the show, like when John Travolta would leave Welcome Back, Cotter a million years ago when we were growing up mm -hmm. and they replaced, but then he would come back for the special episode. Be like, hey, it's Barbarino. He's back. Yeah. Or like when Ron Howard would come back. The shows we grew up with, people would leave and then they would come back. I don't know if that happens anymore because the show runs aren't long enough, but it was always right. nice when they came back and it's nostalgic. So now Willie's here. I know he's not going to be here for that long, but it's like special guest appearance. Like he's in the Love Boat Anchor. <laughs> special guest appearance by Willie. And he's just kind of, he's sleeping in our room. He's like fighting for spots on the bed. So this led to a big debate because as you know, dogs are stupid. Mm -hmm. Does Willie remember that he didn't live here or does he think he lived here the whole time? Ooh. 
because he he was gone for a year, but he's back, and now it's like he never left. So does he have a memory of being in the last place? Like, how smart are dogs? It's basically a big discussion in our house right now. I think I, I think it depends a little bit. Mine is really really dumb. I feel like he wakes up and every day it's like he was plopped on this earth. Like really, like yeah. he can't get to the front door. He has to figure out how to negotiate which um which room to enter to exit right. the front door. So. My dog, really dumb. But then you'll see them like sm- sniff all over and, and piss on things. So it's like they're marking their territory. Right. So there, there's some thought process in that. But uh, yeah, that's I don't all, think they're very Yeah. That's all instinctive because you could make a case dogs have no long-term memory at all. Because when right. you leave the house and you come back four hours later, the way they react, mm-hmm. they, they have no idea how long you were gone. They can't believe you came back. Yeah, But that can also happen if you're gone for 10 minutes. Like I'll walk out, I'll go to move my car, you know, in the because the the parking meter person, mm-hmm. like I had to move my car, switch sides. So I'll leave and I'll come back like six minutes later and Murph's reacting like I've been gone for 10 hours. So I don't know right. if dogs have a long-term memory. Yeah, I think, I think I there's think a comedian. The listeners on this. There's a comedian that does something about this. Like when your dog jumped in the car and you took him to get his ball snipped, the most, um, you know, the worst moment of his life. And then yeah. three days later, he jumps back in the car just as excited. Like, no, wouldn't that be a little bit of a caution? Right. He would think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, that machine. That's yeah, where the worst, the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. So then Willie. So he's going to be here for two weeks and then. He'll go back with uh, my mother-in-law and I don't know if he'll be confused. I think he'll mm. remember. But yeah, we spent dogs. I, have you seen the stats about how there's like, I don't know, three times as many dogs as there used to be like owned by people. Is and that true? Around. Yeah. It's like the dog wow. population is skyrocketing and everything Lawyers. else is down. Yeah. But we spend so much time with these dogs and protecting dogs and whatever. And I don't, I still feel like we don't totally understand how smart they are and what they can remember or retain. I think they, I, I don't know. I guess you have to go by with the reaction when, when he goes back, right? Well, you ever seen that they have those dog Instagram videos where mm. it's like somebody returns home from serving their country and it's their dog that hasn't seen them for three years and the dog right. was fucking crazy and yeah, it's like super right, right. emotional. So obviously they have some sort of memory. Those are smart dogs. Yeah, right. But do they think the guy was gone for three years or like three hours? Mm. I just don't know what the scent, what a dog's sense of time is. Maybe they're really good actors. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like the cousin on Brady Bunch who is making the same appearance, right? What was it? Oliver? Cousin Came Oliver. In? Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. Just, we're just, we're just crushing it with completely dated TV references. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, at least that's <laughs> no, it's my fault too. I was bringing up Welcome Back, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> There's no new shows on, right? I could have gone, well, cool. gone 90s shows. It would have been fun. <laughs> like, Look, I could talk chip clips till we're blue in the face, but I don't know this dog stuff. Jacko tweeted about some show, NCIS Sydney, uh-huh. and it's an Australian NCIS. And I thought he was yeah. kidding, but then I Googled it, and it's a real show on Paramount Plus right? Australia. And it's basically NCIS, but everybody has an Australian accent, but it's all the same beats. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's, that was on the on a flight for six hours yesterday watching... Uh, Watching DirecTV and Googling weird shit like <laughs> NCIS Sydney. Maybe they shouldn't have settled the strike if it were up to NCIS Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Go back on strike. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Well, sorry, this went off the rails. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. With CarMax, you can pre-qualify in as little as five minutes with no impact to your credit score. You can shop a nationwide inventory with your personalized monthly budget. With all the time and money you'll save, maybe you'll plan your next family road trip, even if it's just around the block. CarMax, the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. Yo, what's, what's, what happened? Did Archie have a car or he didn't have a car? He did. It's still here. I, we have to move it like every eight hours for the street sweepers. So, uh, yeah, he, he didn't bring it up. But, you should hire yeah. Brad to like steal it. Be like, I don't know, Archie, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. And then sell what it to happened? CarMax. By the way, yeah. back to the dog and cars, not not that this would happen with any CarMax car, but my dog was hit by a car in Mexico and then we rescued him or whatever. And he still, if he gets free, still runs right for the spinning wheels. <laughs> like if there's, so yeah, <laughs> dumb. resist. Dumb as shit. He's intoxicated yeah. by the smell of exhaust. Yeah. Um. All right, cuz. So what do you got coming? We you got, got uh, odds NBA preview Tuesday. We'll do that. A couple up more episodes during the week. Uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend Friday, 10 a.m. on FanDuel TV and Through the Ringer with Tate Frazier. You'll see that Tuesday morning on FanDuel TV. Wise Guys was great again today. And we might see our uh, our friend B James Baby Doll Dixon tomorrow. Let's do it. We got to run up the bill. Hopefully it will run up the bill. Hopefully we'll have some stories. All right, cuz, <laughs> as always, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton and Steve Cerruti for producing. Thanks to the cuz. Don't forget, new rewatchables coming on Monday night. I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com.